Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you're listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Good afternoon to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And we're here again today to talk to you about the new technology. And we're going to continue with information about assistive technology. Uh, last time we talked about wearables. And I have a couple of things I wanted to say about that, a uh, couple of caveats. One is regarding the wearable ring, the Aura ring that we told you about at the last episode. And this is just a little little story. I had given a wearable and aura ring to my brother. Now, my brother was somebody who was into tech, but not into it the same way we are. He never wore rings because he didn't like them on his finger. I gave him an aura ring, and now he's in love with this ring. He wears the ring 24-7. He likes the fact that it doesn't have to be recharged as often as his watch. And he hardly ever takes the ring off now. So he's a convert. He's a person that found that the abilities of the ring or the capabilities of the ring suited him in the way he was uh, handling his life. The other thing I want to talk about is a, a, something that happened to me where... I made an appointment to see my doctor and they told me about this app or website It's called my pen medicine app. And this app has just about all the information on me about all my doctor visits. Uh, it has the reports that my doctor wrote regarding the visit itself. And all this information I can pick up on my phone or my tablet or on the internet, on the web, on my computer. And I can see all this data, all this information about all my visits to any doctor that I have gone to that's a part of the Penn Jefferson Healthcare system. When I was looking at it from the standpoint of making my appointment after I made my appointment, the appointment showed up on that app about 20 minutes after I made it on the phone with the uh, doctor's office. But when I started looking at it, I noticed or realized that this is the perfect entry into telehealth and wearables providing information to an app that's already that already exists that you could have, if you have a watch on or a Cardia mobile, you could use that to send information directly to that app. And when you have a telehealth appointment with your doctor, he can pull up this application, this website, and see all your information 
regarding a daily data on a daily basis. So as, as much as you put data on there regarding your health, say if you have a uh, blood pressure recorder and you put the blood pressure on a daily basis on this app, he can see daily blood pressure uh, changes. So it's already there. All they have to do now is write a connection to your wearables and the doctor would have a myriad of information to look at on a telehealth, or if you just talk to him on the telephone, he can see the data. So that's just something that uh, happened recently that made me think about what we talked about regarding the wearables and how they are something that can help in your health care. Well, first of all, I'm glad that your brother um, overcame his reluctance to accept technology to his life. <laughs> yes. And uh, you're appreciating now that the most important thing that improves medical outcomes is having access to metrics. Uh, as you go through your life on a daily basis and as you use these devices and it's capturing all this information through the app so that you can actually see how you're trending in terms of all the metrics that it sees on a regular basis. Unfortunately, when you go to a doctor for an appointment to talk about what's going on with you in your life, the doctor will go in, they'll take your temperature, your blood pressure, uh, tell you to cough and all that good stuff. But they're basically getting one day of information to try to make some kind of assessment about your health. But by having these devices in your life now and embracing them and using them, now you're able to provide a great deal of trending information so that when the doctor sees you physically in the office, they have some information to look at from a historic perspective to say, oh, we see something going on here or not. But the fact of the matter is, there's no longer just one data point, one day in time, as opposed to seeing a series of time and a series of changes or no changes in the data and the metrics. So this is great that you've uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I don't want them to see all that information right. about me." No, I'm... it doesn't count how many times you burp. It doesn't count how many times you fart. Okay, it's looking at real critical points of your health. Right, and the the thing is, on this app, I can bring up PDF copies of my appointments and the reports that the doctor wrote while mm -hmm. he was seeing me. Yeah. So. I can see my own history of activity uh, in relation to my doctor appointments. But moving on, today we're going to talk more about, we talked about wearables the last time, and today we're going to talk about those devices that are assistive devices that you will have in your home. So we're basically talking about Alexa, Amazon Alexa type devices. Mm -hmm. Okay, now of course we could talk about the Google and the and the Facebook, Apple yeah, devices. However, it looks like Amazon is going to take this particular market and Google. Yeah, the eight hundred pound gorilla. Boost. Right. Let's go ahead and say. <laughs> Apple has already kind of pulled out of the market. They're not bringing in new devices, right. etc. And Google is is flailing around with it, but. It looks like Amazon and Alexa are going to be the ones. So basically now we're looking at this from the standpoint of you just starting. 
and you're looking at the new the devices that exist in Alexa now and say you're just starting to set up your smart home. But let me before you continue, Bruce, I will make sure that we go on record that we do not work for Amazon. <laughs> That's correct. We do not have any kind of affiliate marketing relationship with any of these products or companies. We're just telling you from our perspective as to what's happening in the marketplace at this point. Right. And we're looking at the when we talk to you, we're going to suggest items to you or devices to you that we think are going to be around that we think are going to improve themselves over time to give you more functionality. So right now, that's Alexa and Amazon. But from the start, say you want to set up your smart home. The first thing you're going to want to get is at least one, but probably a couple of them. You're talking about what I call base units, which are your shows, your Amazon shows, your Echo shows, and your Echo dots. The show, of course, is a smart speaker that has a screen. Alexa makes them or Amazon makes them in at least four different screen sizes. You have a five inch, an eight inch, a 10 inch, and a 15 inch. And of course, they, the larger the screen size, the higher the price. But a five inch Amazon show, Echo Show, can be about 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. And that's a second generation show. You can also find shows that are refurbished that even cost less than that. So you're looking at a price point of about $60 and you're ready to start your smart home. I would get another device, probably a dot, that I would place somewhere else in my home so that my home has coverage as far as me talking to the devices. Remember, these are all voice control devices, so you're going to be controlling the information and whatever you do with these devices with your voice. And that's what makes them assistive because you don't have to do use, anything, do anything <laughs> except talk to it. Right. As long as you can talk, you can uh, use this device. And the most important thing is in any language. That's correct. You can have one set up to be in Spanish or French or any other language mm -hmm. that you might use. Uh, so you start out, you have your base unit, which, like I said, I'm calling that a base unit because that is the center of your smart home. Everything else will attach to that base unit so that you can use voice control through Alexa to have that device, the other devices work, operate. The second device that you might want to get for your smart home are plugs and lights. Now the plugs connect to Alexa, but basically they are just on-off devices. In other words, you would plug the smart plug into your wall socket and it would be voice control through Alexa, so you could tell it to turn on and off. So if you just have a lamp uh, or some other device that you want to be able to turn on and off, you would plug 
the smart plug into your house line and then plug the lamp into the smart plug and then it will attach to Alexa. The new devices attach to Alexa very easily. You open up your Alexa app and it will find that new device and set it up. Yeah. It might ask you if you want to set it up, but it will set it up for you and you don't have to do much. That's different than it was two years ago. And so now you have control over a lamp where you can tell Alexa, turn on the lamp, Alexa, turn off the lamp. The other lights that you want to use with Alexa are the actual bulbs themselves. Now, when you use an Alexa bulb or a smart bulb, you can change the colors usually. You can change, you can dim it or uh, make it brighter. So when you want more control, you would use the actual bulb, a smart bulb. And all of these devices that I'm talking about, if you go to Amazon and go to the search bar and type in Alexa devices, you will see all of these devices that work directly with Alexa that will set up very easily with Alexa and you'll be able to get started without a lot of work. The bulbs can cost from, you might see a pack of five bulbs for $25, okay? And they're smart bulbs, so if you want the ones that change color, they might cost a little bit more, but not a lot. And you can set up your bulb so you can tell Alexa, Alexa, turn lights on blue. And Alexa will make the lights blue. And you can have some ambiance in your home with the different color lights. Now, how much are the plugs? The plugs? I can't say. <laughs> the bulbs? No, the plugs. The plugs are very inexpensive. $25. Okay. You can find on Amazon. You can see, uh, buy a collection of them where we get four plugs for $50. Okay. Okay. They're very inexpensive. I mean, some of them, you can even find uh, extension cords. Mm hmm. Oh. That are smart extension cords okay. where you can plug so several things. items. Okay, right. got it. Great. But the single plugs are, are very inexpensive. And, and like I said, a lot of times they package them with different things. Like you might buy a show with a plug or a, a Amazon dot with a that comes with a, a plug. So they're almost giving those away. Okay, now when you talk about the bulbs and the plugs, those actual products themselves... Now, you've been talking about a lot of skills capabilities that Amazon, I mean, Alexa has. Is there any additional charge for these capabilities? Like, you know, like the sports, the news, the weather, uh, turn on the lights, open up the blinds, the temperature. Is that kind of like built-in Alexa where you can just have it do these things and it doesn't cost you any extra money? Yeah, the, the skills for especially these type devices... Are not, they don't charge you for those. Okay. You might have to tell Alexa to set up the skill mm -hmm. when you first uh, set up your bulb or your, your plug. But, like I said, it will step you through it, right. the setup. But, it will, there, but there's no reoccurring fee. There's no because reoccurring fee. You want fee. this bulb to work, you got to pay a dollar a day. No reoccurring oh, okay. fee. <laughs> now, one, one caveat, though, when you're buying your base units... They're, they have base units that come with hubs and without hubs. Okay. Now, a hub is, a, is something that is coming from the past now. I mean, hubs, 
were where your bulbs had to go through a hub to go to Alexa. Okay, an intermediary. Intermediary. But now you don't see that as much anymore because some of the bulbs and other devices mm-hmm. work directly with direct Alexa. Direct connect. There you go. But if you buy a dot with a hub built in, mm-hmm. and it's called Zigbee, they're Zigbee hubs, that has become the standard, uh, then you'll have a, a wider range of devices, older and newer, mm-hmm. that you'll be able to use with Alexa because it has a hub built in it. Well, if you get a, a dot with a hub built in, it might cost you 80 bucks okay. instead of the 45 or 50 bucks. So it's not a, a big price point. But like I said, if you really think that you're going to be setting up a whole lot of different devices on your Alexa, like door locks, mm-hmm. uh, garage door openers, and things like that, when you really want to get fancy, okay. then you might want to buy, get a, a device with a hub built in. Okay, uh, but again, uh, you talk about the the bulbs. You talk about there are other devices that you can hook to your Alexa smart home system, but we're just talking about the basics right now. And Mike, you said something about uh, Moss Rehab or McGee Rehab. Oh yeah, um, it, it was McGee and okay. McGee uh, in all of their rooms, all eighty three rooms. They have installed a highly specialized Alexa system in each room. And what it does is allows those patients to provide assistance in their room without the need of a caregiver. Oh, okay. Right. You know, sometimes, of course, I, well, thank goodness I haven't been in a place where I needed to call somebody from a call, a delight call, to ask me to do certain things. But on a regular basis, you know, if you're incapacitated, things that can bother you, like the lighting can bother you, okay? You know, whether it's re- really bright or too too dark in the room, uh, the temperature can bother you, uh, the blinds being open or closed can bother you. And so there are a multitude of things that they were able to program into Alexa, so what it does is it gives the patient a lot more independence and it minimizes the need for the caregiver to constantly be interrupted from their other normal of business operations to meet the needs of the patients. So you're gonna find a lot of this being done in a lot of environments, especially when it comes to rehabilitation, but also here again, as you're talking about a boost in your home. Uh, some folks may not have the ability to stay in or need to be in a rehabilitation center, but they need to have some kind of assistance in home from an accident or an injury of some kind. And these things can be easily incorporated in your own home and your own Alexa do the same things right and it it can become important if you're for some reason you're in the bed and you can't get around for a a minute in your house and you live alone if you have your system set up to operate with voice commands Mm -hmm. you can lay in your bed without getting up and turn on the lights turn off the lights turn your tv on turn it off etc so it's, it's good to have your home set up with these devices so that your home is working for you. And I think that's important that you become proactive in these, these measures. And the reason being because uh, speaking with and working with older adults, we talk about knee replacements, right? hip replacements, uh, experiences with gout and other injuries that can really incapacitate you. 
you want to have access to this capability before you have the problem, before you have the surgery. Right. So I think it's incumbent upon you to go ahead and start to move towards these technologies, just as we had friends who we had to kind of coddle and push to go from a flip phone to a smartphone. And once they got the smartphone, they saw all the benefits of a smartphone. And they never put it down. And they never put it down. (laughs) We're trying to push you into making sure you incorporate these capabilities in your home or your apartment or whatever, so that in the event that you may encounter a circumstance where you need some assistance, it's already there and you've gotten acclimated to it being part of your overall quality of life. Right, and and moving on from the lighting, now there are other ways to set up the lighting. You can actually put switches in the wall that connect to Alexa. That takes a little bit more work. So right now I would stay with just buying the bulbs, smart bulbs and the plugs. And the plugs. Okay. The uh, when you do the other thing that you might want to attach right away is a thermostat mm-hmm. that connects to Alexa, which you could tell your thermostat set the temperature. You can ask your thermostat to turn on the air conditioner versus the heat, etc. With the thermostats, and there are several of them that are. Again, very good. I'm not going to talk about any specific products right now. But again, if you go on Amazon and type in Alexa thermostats, you'll get a A myriad of listing of all the different thermostats with the prices, etc. But one thing I want to caution you about is whether or not the thermostat works with a C-wire or not. A C-wire is a ground wire or power, it used to carry power, carries power for the device. And C wires are in your newer homes. And I think Mike put it this way, if your home has plaster walls, you probably don't have a C wire in your in your wiring. If it has sheetrock walls, you probably have a C wire in the wiring of your home. So they do have thermostats that come that work without a C wire. If you have an older home, you have to make sure when you do your search for thermostats, you ask for one without a C-wire. If you have a newer home, you can get, there's a a lot more thermostats to choose from because most of them have C-wire connectors right now, and they work with a C-wire. They won't work without it. There are ways around that, but to do that, you probably have to call an electrician to handle that. Okay, so you hook up a thermostat. Again, that allows you to change the temperature in your house through voice commands. It would allow you to turn off the air conditioner and turn the heat on through voice commands. And you can also see when you're away from your home what the temperature in the home is, and you can change it so that on your way home it it reaches that temperature. If you want it to be warmer or colder, you can do that away from the house. So you can control the environment away from a home through an app on your phone that's correct or a smartwatch that's correct okay. you can have the alexa app on your phone and you can do that from anywhere because it's going over okay. the internet okay and you can have certain commands that turn on lights turn off lights uh turn thermostats up etc you can all have all these things happen in your home before you get there and then the house is set up for you to walk in uh The other area that I want to talk about briefly is home security and surveillance. That's another 
area that you might want to deal with early on. And where I'm going to direct you now to is called Ring. Ring security systems, Ring uh, camera systems. Ring is a little bit more expensive than some other ones, but Ring is the one that's been around for a while. It's thoroughly connected to Amazon and, and Alexa, so you don't have that problem with it setting it up. And they have the doorbells, they have cameras, and they also have the security connectors for your doors and windows. So these are easy to set up. You buy a system, it might cost you uh, 200 bucks, but that comes with the, the keypad to turn the system on and off when you come home. But you can also use voice commands to turn it off when you're in the house or when you're on your way home. You can get to Alexa, tell it to turn the system on and off. The, but with the Ring systems, they also have, and why I suggest Ring is because they also have a subscription service like any other security company where if alarm goes off in your house they can call uh, emergency services or the police they will notify you first and you can tell them yes call the police or whatever but they also have cameras that work with the systems so I would get a system that had, gives me a camera a doorbell couple of door connectors depending on how many doors and windows you have in your house that you want to secure but ring also has smoke carbon detectors that will connect to the ring system if they are alarmed and you can have motion detectors inside your house so you get a system that has a motion door connectors and maybe you want to pay for a carbon monoxide smoke detector and, and attach that to the system but these are all, if, if I look at the price of what I just told you to do, probably you could do it all for $450. Okay. Okay. $450, you have a more secure home through the security system. You have voice control of, of your lights and your heating. And you also have a base unit that you, with a screen, because I told you to get the, I would get the five or eight inch show <laughs> to start out with so that you can make voice calls, uh, screen calls to other people that have Amazon, Amazon devices and uh, you can talk to them and see them at the same time. One of the other things I want to talk about also briefly is a couple of the major skill services that Amazon provides. And at the last podcast, we talked at the end of the podcast about something called Amazon Together. Amazon Together is a system that Amazon offers that will allow you, or it's called Alexa Together, I'm sorry, not Amazon. But it's Alexa Together. If you look that up, basically that is a system that will allow you to give a loved one or caregiver access to your Amazon devices, your Echo devices, your Alexa devices. They can put reminders on there to remind you to take pills or whatever. They can do a drop-in to see you. The system itself is a subscription service. 
it costs about $19 a month. So if you're in your house and you fall down, you can't get up like that commercial, <laughs> you can say, Alexa, call for help. It will bring a person on that will ask you if you need emergency services and you can tell it yes. They will send the ambulance to your house. They will also notify your caregiver, your loved one that you have connected to your system and let them know that you called emergency services and you might be on your way to the hospital. Uh, so this service is, again, if you live alone and you want to stay that way, <laughs> you might want some help. So this system would give you that kind of help. So this is like a, a virtual assistant. That's correct. It's kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit and giving you things about like reminders right. or appointments or just kind of help you navigate through your day when they're not too sure that you're able to actually do these things on your own. Right. And, right. and it would give you, say if you have a smartwatch that has fall detection, it could connect to it as well. Okay. So if you fell down, it could all, uh, do that immediately. But it would give you, if you have a Alexa show in one room, you have a, a dot in another room mm -hmm. and a, a dot somewhere else, your house will pick up your voice. Okay. okay? One of those devices gonna is going gonna, to gonna grab your voice. Okay. When you talk to it, if you ask for help, one of those devices is going to pick up your voice. I mean, right now, I have quite a few devices <laughs> in my home, and I have to change the names of them. Because so that right. one versus another. Exactly. I call one computer. I call one Ziggy. I call one is still Alexa. <laughs> another one is computer. So if, <laughs> if I'm in one room, I don't want... All the other ones. All the other ones. Kicking it at the same time. Kicking in at the same time. Okay. So I changed the names of my devices. And once you have quite a few devices around your house, you might have to look at that as well. But that's easy enough to do. Uh, so that you're not, all the devices are not coming on at the same time mm -hmm. when you ask for something. But for some reason, they will pick up your voice all over the the house. That's a good thing. Okay, and that's a good thing. So your house is listening to you uh, <laughs> and well, waiting well, for okay. you to ask now, for services. Well, how do you respond to people who are paranoid? About what? That they're constantly listening to everything oh, you're saying. Oh. When you're talking to yourself, fighting with the TV about a, a, a baseball game. Right, right. Or a politician. Please <laughs> <laughs> well, raise your blood pressure. What I will say to you, if you're not in your house talking about overthrowing the government. No. Well, that happens with a lot of people <laughs> or, a lot. Or planning a crime. That happens with a lot of people a that lot. I would say, I I wouldn't worry about it so much. <laughs> Unless you're I mean, a criminal. It's going to hear me cursing at the TV okay. about the baseball game. Right. Oh, okay, so what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I mean, yes. You are being recorded. Okay. Okay. Be Everything you that. say to your device is recorded somewhere and it's Once in a server. Once you prompted to listen to your voice. Correct. It's not just just listening to everything you say. It's it has to be prompted. not supposed oh, okay. to be. Well, that's what they told us. Right. Okay. But eh, I would <laughs> <laughs> look all of this like we talk about in a lot of our podcasts. <laughs> I mean. 
Yes, Big Brother is there if you want to call him Big Brother. What I'm calling Big Sister. I'm, I'm going to change the gender. Right, I'm changing it to Big, big sister. sister. I'm changing it to somebody that's helping me live my life better. Okay, and uh, but yes, I mean the device. All of these devices now, the to make pe- people feel more comfortable. All of your Alexa devices now, or your uh, base units, have ways to turn them speakers on and off mm-hmm. if they have a camera you can slide put a slide over the block camera the right yeah. to block the video so i mean you have that to make you feel better but the fact of the matter is if you have a cell phone they can turn your cell phone on remotely okay okay mm-hmm. so if your cell phone is sitting in your room and you're planning uh that heist of the jewelry store and you're then they could turn your phone <laughs> and listen to your plans. Well, Alexa could do the same thing. Okay. But, mm, like I said, I'm not, I don't care about that so much because uh, when I play in the jewelry heist, I'll go out to Fairmount Park to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad we brought this up because there is a capability that's built within Alexa you didn't talk about and it's called the guard skill set. Correct. Uh, could you talk about or elaborate a little bit more about how that works? Yeah, well, the guard, because each one of your devices, all your base units have speakers built in, they can, when you leave your home and you set them on guard, in guard mode, and you can do that by voice. Is that free? That's free. That's a free skill. Okay. When you set it in guard mode, now, they don't call anybody. If you have the subscription mm-hmm. service, they could call the police. Okay. But if you just have the guard mode on, then your device will listen for certain type noises. It will listen for glass breakage. It can listen for barking dogs or or crying babies. So you could have guard on and when you leave the house and if it hears something that sounds like broken glass, breaking glass, it will send you a text message. We heard this noise. It also records the sound. So you can listen to it on your phone. You're on vacation. Listen to the noise. Oh, that's just so-and-so. And you don't do anything. Well, if you think it is broken glass, if you also have a camera in your house, a surveillance camera, you can pick up the camera, look around, see if anything happened in your home. You could call the police or not. So it actually is a service, a skill on Alexa that will actually listen to different noises that happen in your house. So don't engage the guard feature until you're sure you're leaving the property. That's correct. Because if you do engage guard... (laughs) It's listening. (laughs) It's actively listening to everything that's going on. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure we got that clear. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but yeah, when you engage guard, it's actively listening for sure. If you... If that's not engaged, it's only going to actually perk up when you say the, the keyword, the Alexa or the mm-hmm. computer or whatever. But because it has to hear you say that, there's the speaker is always on listening for something. Okay. okay? Yeah. Well, guard for sure. Right. The uh, last thing that we might want to talk about today, next, at the next time we're going to talk about Again, we're going to stay with assistive technology, but we'll be talking about some technologies that are out there regarding vision and mobility. Uh, So those are a little more complicated. 
But like I said, what you want to think in terms of is getting started with this now so that you can move with it as it progresses because the changes and the uh, upgrades are coming very quickly. I mean, the last time we looked at the different Alexa devices, they have grown uh, immensely immensely yeah. since the last time I looked, which is a couple months ago. Okay, so the devices are coming quickly. The type of devices that you'll be able to hook to your Alexa to get voice control to are coming quickly. And you, if you get out in front of it now, start with mm -hmm. the base system. Like I said, so a base unit, some control of the lights, control of a thermostat, and some security. That's your basic home assistive technology, okay? That's for your base. And you can go from there. I mean, right now I have thermostats. I have my garage door hooked up to Alexa. I have a coffee pot hooked to Alexa. I have, uh, what else do I have? What <laughs> about your toilet? <laughs> no, no toilet yet. Okay. <laughs> when it comes, I might do it. But <laughs> no. I'm not getting the toilet feature. <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I have a whole lot of devices hooked to Alexa right now. Oh, I have blinds okay. that open my open and close my blinds. Uh, so there are a myriad of different devices that you can uh, control your house with through Alexa, but get started with a base unit, some light control, uh, maybe a thermostat, and some security in your home, and, and go from there. And, and as you see things that you might think are useful, you can just attach them. And again, that's why we're talking in terms of Alexa instead of some other system, because the... Alexa, everybody is making devices that will connect to Alexa, okay? If you make a device and you want to sell it, <laughs> you make it smart, connect to Alexa. Um, for those of you who are listening to our voices about when we talk about these issues, we're trying to get you to start to think about these technologies and to embrace them. The reason being because they're going to be so prolific in our lives and they're going to be involved in our lives. We're trying to bring you along because what we don't want you to experience is a very long learning curve of understanding how these things are and what they do. Just as some people struggle with learning how to use a smartphone or struggle with using a tablet. Uh, you'll find out more and more people don't even use a computer anymore. They basically focus on using a tablet and phone. But for those who have stepped out or purposely did not engage in these technologies, it is cumbersome to try to bring you along the way when you have made a decision to not involve yourself in it. For those of us who are older adults, we need to embrace these technologies. We need to try to understand them as best as we possibly can. And the reason being because, as Bruce just talked about, you need to make sure that you can understand to some extent how these things are being improved and how they're upgraded. And if you have stayed out of this involvement over a period of time, it's very hard for us and others to help you appreciate what these things can do. And that long walk trying to get you up to speed can be somewhat disconcerting. So if you take this journey with us and we talk about, well, that's why we're called Tech Connect. We're trying to connect you with technologies that can help you have a better quality of life, 
of save you time, save you money, and just make you more engaged in our society because you're going to be dependent on these technologies whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And one other, this is a doesn't have anything to do with uh, the podcast uh, generally, but we have a listener that is in Hess, Germany. I don't know who it is, but I would really appreciate it if you could send us a text message or, or email, email. Mm-hmm. and just let us know how you found out about the podcast. But this listener is in Hess, Germany, H-E-S-S-E, Germany. And I don't know who it is or, or whatever. I just, if they could send us a, if you could send us a text message or email, I would like to know how you found out about the podcast and, and what you think of it. And with that, we went way over time on this podcast, but it was a lot to cover. Yeah. So to that end, we're, uh, we're going to end now, and we'll see you the next time. And again, I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And we'll see you on the next podcast, or hear you on the next podcast. <laughs> no. Okay, folks. Another piece of information that we failed to tell you earlier is our contact information. You can reach Tech Connect, that's T-E-C-H-C-O-N-E-C-T, Tech Connect, and you can reach us by phone at 484-918-0158. Once again, that's 484-918-0158, or by email. And the email address is techconnect720 at gmail.com. That's T-E-C-H-C-O-N-E-C-T 720 at gmail.com. So we invite you to get in contact with us and uh, so we can assist you with what your needs are. And thank you.